Welcome to the Change Through Faith podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gosley, and I'm glad you're here. In this podcast, we're going to learn practical ways to activate your faith in your everyday life. The goal is to live a life that's changed through faith with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment. So let's get started. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of the Change Through Faith podcast called Share Your Story, The Story of Change Through Faith. Today, what I'd really like to do since we're early on in just podcast two here is give you a little background of my story and a little bit of the story of the ministry, where it came from, and third, a little bit of the story about where Change Through Faith is now. You know, not only do I want to give you an idea about me and the ministry, but the real purpose of this is to give you some encouragement to activate your own faith in God and to know that no matter where you are in your life and in your faith journey, that you can have hope for a future that has more light and positive change ahead. I want to start with my friend Charlie. Charlie was a member of our board. He was a good friend of mine. And he was a straight talker from the Bronx, New York, who was not ashamed to love Jesus. He mentored uh, many, many, in particular, young men uh, who struggled with addiction because that was Charlie's struggle early in his life. He was a tremendous leader in the Celebrate Recovery Ministry. And as I mentioned, he was a friend and a board member on the Change Through Faith Ministry. He loved baseball. And uh, so, so did I, so we connected over that as well. Unfortunately, uh, Charlie passed away in an accident about a year ago. And um, you can read more about Charlie on our website at changethroughfaith.com. But the biggest thing I'll carry around with me from Charlie is this phrase, share your story. It's something he encouraged people to do. It's something he did himself effectively. And where it came from for me was... When we were part of a little men's group together that met in a home, we studied different books and videos of Christianity and faith uh, topics. And one night we were talking and we were talking about, wow, like, what do you do if you're um, caught in a situation where you have to defend your faith or if you meet someone who's um, not doesn't believe in God? And we were talking back and forth about different tactics to use and strategies And Charlie just kind of leans back in his chair and he says, look, you can argue with me about facts of the Bible, but what you can't argue with me about is my story, because it's my story of what Jesus did for me. And Charlie's exactly right. We all have a story, and it's a story of how Jesus is in our life if we're of active faith, and our story is far from over. There's more great things ahead. So I thought that was just a great point and a great way to go about, you know, sharing our faith is just to share our story. So I was in an event recently and I, it was a book fair and I had my, my books out and so forth. And a man approached me and this just happened actually yesterday. <laughs> and um, it was clear that he did not believe in God. He made that clear. And uh, but he did ask and he pointed at the book and he said, well, you know, what's your story? And as I was talking to him, I was immediately thinking of Charlie and sharing my story, what Jesus did for me. Like, I'm not good at debating different facts of 
of the Bible or that type of thing. But I, I'm like, well, I can share my story is what I was thinking. So I did. And so I'll share a little of it with you. You see, I was, you know, a Christian and I was just living my life as a husband and a dad and a teacher in the schools. Uh, but I w- wouldn't say I was um, active in my faith seven days a week. I was maybe thought I was more active than the quote unquote usual you know, Christian who just goes to church on Sunday but doesn't read their Bible. You can hear all the judgment in my thought process. But one of the things was life was mundane. Um, I was unfulfilled. I felt stuck. And I was kind of doing the same thing over and over. And gradually over time, I engaged in sinful habits that were at night and uh, thought no one wasn't hurting anybody, you know, and so forth. And I, after all, I was a good dad and a good teacher. And I made excuses for why I did these things. And amongst those habits and addictions was drinking. And I drank more and more and more. And something miraculous happened on November 1st, 2013. I walked into a dermatologist's office of all places to have a procedure done. They did the procedure and they left the room for a while because they have to check some things medically to make sure they got all the area. It was a um, uh, cancerous area uh, I was having done, you know, you know some surgery on my, my face. They left the room and there's a TV in the room. So I turn it on and there's a sports figure being interviewed on a sports channel. And he's talking about, of all things, his recent both uh, relapse from from being sober five years uh, into alcoholism, but then his subsequent recommittal to sobriety because he had a new son, and that was motivation for him. Well, from the time I powered this television on, I got extremely warm all over my body from head to toe. My cheeks were flush. I started tearing up from almost the first word. I felt the presence of God hovering in the room. And I remember some things this gentleman said that have stuck with me since that time almost 10 years ago. And one of them was, he said, to surrender is to win. And wow, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. And not only for to surrender the problem, but is what he was meaning, but I read into it to surrender to God, right? Just surrender to Jesus. And then the other thing he said was, I can't be the dad and the husband I'm supposed to be as long as alcohol is a part of my life. Well, this whole interview, I'm just bawling, I'm crying, something's happening, I don't know what it was. They never came back in the room till all this was over. I dried my tears up, they came back in, Uh, I turned the TV off at that point. They never knew, you know, I was having this incredible experience. Uh, They finished with me medically, and all I can tell you is I walked out that door a changed person. I walked out the front door of that medical office different. I was healed from addictions that I had struggled with for years and never looked back. Completely healed. Praise God. Now, I know it doesn't happen for everybody that way, but that was a in an instant moment for me. Well, as I may have said, that was November 1st, 2013. Even though I was a Christian uh, before that, At this point, my faith and my Christian walk and my relationship with God really accelerated because of this new freedom from the sinful areas. 
Now, before I go any further, I want to just encourage you, if you're struggling in any area of hurt or hang-up or habitual sin or addiction, uh, there's a great ministry that I mentioned with Charlie that he led at our church called Celebrate Recovery. He led the men's side of it. So look up CelebrateRecovery.com. And it doesn't just have to be, you know, not just substance uh, type uh, abuses or addictions, but there's all kinds of hurts, hangups, and habits. So anyway, uh, check that out if that's applicable or that might be helpful to you. Uh, so now I'd like to shift into the little bit of the story of after that, where Change Through Faith came from. So fast forward about two years to 2015, and I'm taking a nine-month discipleship school um, course at my church. And I really, it was really intense. It was a great course. And I discovered I really liked to reflect and to write about, you know, these answers to our homework and reflect about what God was doing with me and things of faith and things of that nature. And when the class was over, I looked back at my writings of homework for the class and some uh, extra things I had done. And I started to share them with some very close friends. I said, you know, I'm really encouraged by just reading the story of what God's been doing in my life and things I've learned and things he's revealed to me. Do you think that some of these writings could be helpful to anybody else? And that grew into a blog, which uh, then went to a ministry. We focused on fathers and their families and events for a while. And I put a board together. And then there was a shift around 2017 or 18. And God put it on my heart to write Change Through Faith. So we shifted more to a ministry of helping people live lives that are changed through faith. That phrase just came upon me one day. I was actually in my kitchen and I was just thinking about the ministry and things I wanted to do. And the faith just, the phrase just came in. My life's been changed through faith. Changed through faith. So that's what I want to teach people to do. Live lives every day that are changed through faith. But I wanted to focus on looking at how it, you know, like played out practically in my life and teach people to do that. So we all, you know, most of us listening to this might go to church on Sundays. And that's awesome to worship and hear great messages. But what about the other six days of the week? How do we do this when we're working, you know, in our jobs? Or how do we remember God throughout the day practically? How do we really put it into practice? That's where the Change Through Faith book came from in 2019 and how the ministry kind of made a shift. So that's a little bit about the phrase Change Through Faith kind of how the ministry got started just from those writings. Then we focused on dads and did some events for a while, but then it shifted again. And, you know, it's one thing to define change through faith that way. You know, basically having more peace, purpose, and fulfillment is being changed through faith. Being more dependent on God is being changed through faith, you know. Uh, but the Bible has some things to say about being changed through faith. In Galatians 3.26, it says, For you are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. And finally, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 9, it says, Put off the old self with its practices and put on the new self 
which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Wow. Now that verse, especially in Colossians, that's what it means to be changed through faith. All three verses, really. It's done by God, but it takes action on our part to activate the change. And that's what the four steps of change through faith are. That's what our ministry tries to teach. And I'll be going into those steps more in the future podcast and interviewing people about their lives that are changed through faith and how they've incorporated these steps in their lives. Well, third, I just want to share a little bit about uh, change through faith and where it is now. So a couple years ago, a pastor, a minister, an evangelist from the country of India, when I released the book and he saw it on social media, he reached out to me and he said, I need some materials to help teach the good news of Jesus. I need some guidance, need some support. He didn't ask for money, but he wanted some resources. So we got to know each other very gradually over the first year or two and eventually started having Zoom conversations and I learned more about his ministry and um, I started to support him financially uh, through our ministry in pretty small amounts actually, but enough to help him buy a printer so that with some things I had translated, he could print them out. And we shipped over uh, some of the Change Through Faith action plans that were translated to Telugu Indian language. And in fact, it's grown uh, to the stage now where I've made a whole curriculum in his language that he can teach the Change Through Faith material. So our support of Pastor Babu and his wife Sarah and their ministry has grown quite a bit. And he has three areas to his ministry. Number one's the food ministry. They give to people who are poor and they don't have much of anything. And while they're at the events, they pray and they preach the good news. They give away Bibles in the Telugu Indian language, which Change Through Faith helps to buy those and helps to supply that food. And third, he teaches the Change Through Faith concepts. And he has a vision, Pastor Babu, to teach these concepts to more evangelists so they can go out to their areas where they evangelize and preach and, and provide humanitarian support as well and, and teach this to them. So it's just amazing what's happening and we're increasing our support. And our phrase for this year is to spread the word so he, Pastor Babu, can spread the word. So I hope you'll join us in that. We'll do more features on that in future podcasts. But we also do book ministry and the Change Through Faith materials used in small groups um, for faith development as well here in the United States. So that's a little bit about what we do in Change Through Faith and where our focus is. And you can learn much more on our website. But in the podcast ahead, we're going to learn how to live a life that's changed through faith. What are the four steps? And we're going to look and have interviews with people that are experiencing lives that are changed through faith themselves. So we're going to share stories. And I encourage you, as we wrap up this episode, to share your story with other people. Whether you're in a period of difficulty or whether you're in a period of healing and blessing right now. Either way, it could help someone else realize that A, they're not alone in their struggle. Or B, give them hope that they can get through their struggle. And I encourage you not to just share your story with everyone. Listen to theirs as well. Let them know by your act of listening that they're valued, 
that they're respected. I hope that this podcast has encouraged you to share your story. Thanks for listening. Take care. May God bless you. Yeah.